I was, I texted my wife earlier today. I actually, um, I, I, for the last week, and this is because of allergies and things like that. For the last week, I've had um, pretty much a headache every single day and my shoulder hurts and and stuff like that. It's just, it's all tension. It's all muscles. And I texted her today. I said, great news. The headache that I've had on my right side of my body for the last week is completely gone and it's moved completely over to the left side. (laughs) Well, at least your right side's getting a break now. Exactly. (laughs) Well, this happens every year. I I have – it's a great story. I went into the doctor once because I was – I've had headaches all my life. It's something that I'm just used to. And I went to a doctor once because I had started getting headaches every single day and it was unusual for me to have them every day. And uh, he sat me down and he walked through and he asked me what my symptoms were and we discussed and he went back and forth. And it was was a teaching hospital too. So he had a, a student there. And they walked out and they said, we're going to do a little bit of research. Can you wait a couple minutes? And I said, sure. They walked out. They came back in and the doctor said, I have great news. I said, okay, you do not have migraines. I'm like, oh, that is great news. So it's just a regular headache. He said, no, I didn't say that. You don't have migraines. You have cluster headaches. They're much worse. Oh, great. Like thanks, Doc. He's like, you're welcome. <laughs> so anyway, that that's that's not any part of this story, really. But I do. I have cluster headaches, and that's what they are. They're on one side of the head, usually caused by tension and a few other things. But it's it's triggered by allergies, and I don't have bad allergies, but I do have some, especially living here in Nashville, which I have been told by people that are native to Nashville that the Native Americans called the valley that Nashville sits in the Valley of Sickness. And it's because it's very, very high in allergy or people allergens. So a lot of people that live here have who may never have had allergies in their lives will might suffer from some sort of allergic reaction to the pollen that's in the air. But so, you, you, I mean, you've you've had headaches even prior to living there, though, right? Yeah, but not quite as frequent or as uh-huh. as common. And that's kind of the point I'm getting to. So every spring. I don't have a lot of allergies. Like I don't have the sniffles. I don't cough. I don't wheeze. I don't have blurriness or any of that stuff that a lot of other people that have allergies suffer from. But what I do have every spring are these headaches that will start on one side. They'll last about a week. They'll go to the other side. They'll last about a week. But then I'll be fine for the rest of the, the year. Wow. Um, and again, it happens every single year around this time. So it's, it, it is an allergic reaction, or at least my uneducated, non-doctorial um, or medical doctor expertise will say it's probably allergies Hmm. and it's so while we're traveling, which now I'm leading into what we were going to talk about while we're traveling, I will leave the Nashville area and go say to Southern Illinois, where you can physically see the landmass go from a hilly Valley type area to you're going up a big hill and then it's flat. (laughs) It's true. Once I get up there, a lot of times the headaches will just go away. Just gone. Wow. Because I'm not in the valley anymore. So you should be an Illinoisian. No, I should probably move home. But that's I, getting my wife to do that's probably going to well, be near I'm impossible. with your wife on that. I don't mind telling you. Anyway. Because um, you don't want to go to colder weather. Actually, you yeah, do. Yeah, I know most people. I love Nashville. I, I, I will put up with... I will put up with two weeks of headaches to live in Me Nashville. Too. I'm I I really do like Nashville a lot, and if t- two weeks is all I have to to suffer, I'm perfectly happy with it because I know people are far worse off than I am. Have you ever gone through allergy testing to find out? I have not. Yeah, I haven't either. It, and I 
it's never been an issue until I've lived here. Hmm. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's something that would make sense, you know, to, to find out, to isolate what it is sure. and see if there's something specific that, you know, shots or whatever that you see, can do that would adjust. And that. it could, but see, you're making an argument that I, I just like in the last episode, when we talked about working out or going to the gym, <laughs> We're we talking decided, about things we both, I just don't want to do and going to the doctor decided, for something like this. We both decided we need <laughs> trainers that were unwilling or incapable of making the call. Absolutely. I just need a doctor following me around all the time going, no, you really need to go see a doctor. <laughs> you have cluster headaches. You have you cluster get, headaches. Yep. You yep. better get on some medication. <laughs> well, I mean, there are a couple of ways. In all seriousness, there are a couple of things you have to look at when it comes to that. One, I don't want to be on medications. I, I do believe in Western medicine. I think it's fantastic. But I do think my personal opinion, not trying to be political, I do think we as Americans are over-medicated. And I do also feel that there is no reason to suffer. I do want to stay away from as many modern med medications as I possibly can. Or I don't want to be on medications that I have to be on every day for the rest of my life, unless so, it's life threatening. When I was your age, <laughs> I don't get to say that often enough, but it's true. <laughs> when I was your age, I felt the same way. And I, so I started on blood pressure medication. Well, maybe I was 35 or 36 years old. Okay. Wow. Um, and that's been a long time ago, as you know. But I, I said the same thing. I don't, and I fought it tooth and nail. I do not want to be on meds my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I said, let me try to fix it with, you know, nutrition and working out and all of that to no avail. It did not impact my blood pressure. So at that time, I went on you know, fighting it every step of the way, went on medication for blood pressure with some success. And as I learned over time that you sometimes your body gets used to certain medications and you have to switch it up every right. so often. And uh, so since then, let's just say I take a handful of pills every day now. Some of them are um, fitness related, you know, so, so uh, I'm electing to take them okay um, well let, let's like, let's qualify like, that though because are they are they supplements or vitamins they're supplements so they're, they're not they're, they're not I'm prescription not, they are not but okay. i have some prescription but right. I'm, I take, I'm excluding those because i i do take those i think if you're using the right ones i think those are just yep. fine because they're yeah. supplements and, and yep. that's that to me is a different realm i'm well, talking pure western medication yeah yeah. Um, but blood pressure is understandable. I mean, if, again, if it affects your life and, and there, and you have tried everything and the only thing you can do to fix it is to take medication. Yeah. I'm fine with that. That's, that's, but I think there are alternatives to things that you can try for sure before you're stuck to the medication. Well, let's face it. Most of our problems in America with health I think have to do with nutrition as yep. opposed Diet to and nutrition. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's a big part of it and, and, and exercise too. I mean, we can loop that in as well, but um, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things. And, and just in general, I don't think we eat well. You can just see by the obesity rates that, that have been, and I say this as a non thin man, 
<laughs> and that's how I choose to describe myself. See, I, I have to be very careful there because I was about to say I 100% agree, but it was going to be right after you said that. And that's not what I 100% agree with. But you can. I, I think that... Uh... I, I think that a big part of it is just, just yes, eating better, taking care of yourself and so on. And by the way, I will not refer to myself as non-thin man. I prefer to go back to the jeans that kids used to wear, husky. Remember those husky jeans? I, I remember them. I know of them. Well, I don't I remember them. them my, because I was, I was a rail when I was a kid, like my son is. Um, Me too. I, I was partial to Zubas. Do you remember Zubas? Gosh, no. I remember, it was only really a northern thing. They, they came out again. Zima. <laughs> <laughs> that was different. Also making a comeback. Which, um, yes, making a comeback. Funny. And it will force you to wear husky jeans. That's true. Very yeah, true. Drink enough of it. That is very, very true. Well, <laughs> so I, I, I all agree. Um, but, of course, we're going in the wrong direction, John. No, we're not. Well, is it really the wrong direction when it comes to potty mouth? We can stuff? always steer back. Yeah. Well, uh, really what I was, I was going to talk about, so we're talking about um, medications and things like that, but really going back to, uh, to the, the beginning of the conversation, back to the, the headaches and things like that. So I carry an arsenal of things with me because uh, as everyone knows very well, we are kind of road warriors and uh, we've been talking about the fun side of, of being a road warrior, where to eat and and places to stay and things like that. And we have a fabulous Instagram account at literally at eat period drink period road. Check it out. See some of our fun adventures and some of the things that we eat and drink while we're on the road. But we won't share with you there some of the bad things that that we prepare for being on the road. So John, I am interested a... in hearing how you prepare for the road. And what we I mean have by another that is we should have another one for all the bad things that happen. We should. Can we call it eat, drink, crap or something like that? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Okay. Go well, on with your well question. I mean, you actually, that's, that's a perfect segue into this. So one of the things that I have in, I have a pack in my car, I have a pack in my suitcase, a pack in my briefcase, and sometimes just depending on how I'm traveling, especially if, if I'm traveling in an airplane, and this, forgive me listeners for going too far, too personal, but I carry an Imodium with me all the time, just in case. I don't remember the last time I've had to use one, but I know that if I don't have it with me, I will probably have some sort of stomach issue or I've eaten something that I really shouldn't have while I'm on the road. And when you're on the road, it's hard to find a bathroom that you really want to uh, visit for a long period of time. You <laughs> That's know? true. <laughs> well, I so I let's see. Do I have a modium with me? I don't think so. Although I'm maybe not as uh, susceptible as you are. Uh, the only time I can't get to a Walgreens, for example, is when I'm in a plane. Yes. Um, so. Yeah, that's different. And I, I fly more than you, yes, do, you do. But but when you're driving and you're in the middle of nowhere driving, I get that. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a I don't think that's a ridiculous thing to have that you um you don't have it you know, you, you want to have it with you. Right. Sure. I, I I think that's perfectly 
workable, and I don't think there's any embarrassment in that. There really isn't. I, I'm. I wouldn't be talking about it if I was actually embarrassed by it. But uh, other things, yes, you that, would. No, I, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I really, maybe I'm just you not talk embarrassed about by a lot. You're embarrassed by all the time. I, I, I yeah, probably. But, <laughs> no, um, not really. You're, you're not easily embarrassed. I'm not easily embarrassed. Lord knows I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, other things, we we were talking about headaches earlier. So yep. very few things actually help me with my headaches. I have to take Excedrin migraine, which is also the same as Excedrin tension headache. I know the if you look at the ingredients, they all are exactly the same um, because mm -hmm. it's a, a mixture of acetaminophen, aspirin, and caffeine, which I also carry acetaminophen and aspirin with me, all in, usually in the same bottle because I do drink, as most of our listeners know, copious amounts of caffeine. So <laughs> they do if I've that. had caffeine already in the day, I don't want to add any more caffeine if I get a headache. So I carry the other two and I, I kind of do my own mixing. Um, so I, I have that with me just in case I have a headache. Yep. Um, and then allergy medicine as well, because it does, it does help once in a while. What do you, what and, do, you take? do you take it over the counter? Over the counter. Yeah. I, again, I stay away from prescription as much, much as I can. And none of this stuff I take every day. It's only when it's needed. Yeah, sure. So what what do you what do you usually like Claritin or what? Uh, yeah, it is it's a Claritin. And and when I say these I I use these terms um like we use Kleenex. They're not usually the name brand. Yep. So if I say Excedrin, it's usually an off-brand Excedrin like the sure. the Walgreens brand or something like that, mm -hmm. Kroger brand. Um or K Roger, sorry. I already messed that up. K Roger. But okay. Um, yes. but you know, I, I just want to be prepared. So is it, what else, it, what else? Um, when I travel, I usually carry something for my neck to like something you put in a microwave, which you probably relate to because you go to the places that have microwaves in the room. Often. Um, and then I carry my own pillow with me and that's, that's more of a recent hmm, development. Interesting. So do you, because a lot, a lot of the hotel pillows are just either either too flat or too full, and this this one is just perfect. All right, do you have a my pillow? No, I do not have a my pillow. I have a, um, I think it's made out of um, bamboo. It's a bamboo pillow. Really? Yep. That's interesting. Okay. And you never thought of any of this when I brought up this this idea for a topic today, did you? You didn't think I was that neurotic. I wasn't sure where you were going, but oh no, I knew you were this neurotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've known that for years. <laughs> no, I, 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 cause I've, the reason I asked about my pillow is cause I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them in my house. Wow. Well, we found pillows that work for us and yeah. They're they're actually pretty comfortable and and I can suck it up and live with the hotel ones usually, but um, at home, yeah, I like I like the my pillow ones and it's probably whatever you get used to. But bamboo, right. what what made you go to that? Um, quite honestly, we were online and we looked at pillows and there was a deal at fifty percent off. So I'm like, let's give it a try because <laughs> it was a deal. Yeah. Yep. We have we have many different types of pillows all over this house that we've bought to try. We have the the ergonomic pillow, the the memory foam pillows. We've got rice filled pillows, just something that we can find because both my wife and I suffer from um, tension in our upper backs. Oh, okay. Usually uh, that uh, is um, aggravated by sleeping position. 
So we, we just try to find the one that that doesn't cause as much strain on our backs and necks, which oftentimes leads leads to headaches. Uh huh. Or at least that's what I've been told. Yeah. And so does your so does your wife just trying everything? Does your wife get headaches? She does. does yep. She, really? she gets migraines. Oh, Not no. cluster headaches. Migraines. There's a difference. That's what the doctor said. Cluster headaches are much worse. <laughs> Do you tell her that? And then I, I used to tell her that, but I, I got sick of sleeping on the couch. So um, <laughs> that's why you needed the uh, better pillows. Exactly. <laughs> For exactly. the couch. Yep. <laughs> so what else? I, I mean, I know. Okay, so I'll add to your list. I carry um, antacid with me. Oh, yeah, that's a good well, one. Yep. Because, so I've got a little bit of acid reflux. So reflux. So one of the yep. uh, one of the medications I'm on, which is prescription, is a it's called pantoprazole, and it is a. I'm probably saying that wrong. You're, you're it's close. I, I have I've actually been on that okay. before, and, and so. I had, I'll be quick with the story, but I was in the ER one time just because I was having this, which you assume it masks itself as chest pain. I mean, that's what it is. And people mm -hmm. who think they're having grabbers or heart attacks are often having some acid reflux thing. That's the way it was for me. Yep. And so I'm in there in the ER and I said to the doctor, well, let's assume it's acid reflux. What would you prescribe to someone who had that. And he said, well, pantoprazole. And I said, lay it on me. And he did. And within five minutes of taking it, the pain was gone. Oh, there you go. And so I've been on it ever since. I still occasionally, even though that takes care of almost all the acidic problems I might have from eating, I still occasionally will need an antacid. Not very often, but okay. from time to time. So that's one thing I travel with. So they put me on it for a, just a brief time. And then they said, after that, just use Imodium. Not Imodium. I'm sorry. Um, Omnipresnol. Omnipresnol. What is it? The, uh, Hold on. I have to finish laughing about the Imodium. Oh, so go ahead. I'm, I'm waiting. Your stomach. Okay. Yeah. And then Imodium. And yeah, I that, pooped you know... in a week and my stomach still hurts. Okay. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> now I'm done. <laughs> What's the, what is the, uh, it's over the counter. It's something OTC. Um, oh, yeah. Um, it's not a modium. It's no. I know what you mean. It's no, omnipresnazole it... or something like that. Omni oh my something. Um, I'll think of it when I'm not trying to think of it. But that's that. <laughs> so they said just take that, and uh, so anytime I have that issue, I will do a fourteen fourteen day series, and then it's done, and then it won't bother me for six to eight months. Um, which, but I still, I always carry, I always carry a pack with me just in case, just for that same reason. Cause when it comes on, it comes on hard and it stays yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can knock it out right away, I mean, yep. it goes and that's exactly kind of the beauty of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what, what else other things that you, well, I'm, I, I like gave you a whole bunch, so I'm curious to know about you. What else do you carry? <laughs> well, I, you know, most of it isn't health. What else, what else makes you nervous? Even if you don't carry something for it, what else when you're traveling makes you really nervous and, and kind of sometimes dictates how you travel? Wow. You know what? Very little. Um, I, I don't, uh, very little bothers me anymore. And maybe that's you the are so blessing lucky. of getting older. 
uh, but I don't allow myself to be bothered or, or stressed out as much as I used to be. Um, and, and, you know, uh, as we've talked before, if you, I just have recently finished up with a bout of cancer, if you didn't know that. And so I'm, I didn't, you did. Oh, that's, yeah, that's I say it every, every episode now, it seems like, but, but that changes <laughs> a little bit. That's my fault. <laughs> it's not, it changes a little bit how you look at things. And for me, at least it has. And, and so sure. I, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Or if I'm stressed about something, I'm either going to deal with the stress or I'm going to remove that from my radar, whatever it is. So I, I, I really don't have stuff that I'm overly concerned about, I, I guess. I, or maybe I just can't okay. think of it. Well, I'm also talking about, you had mentioned in one of our previous episodes traveling, you usually, you've started to stay at more of these hotels that have the efficiency yep. kitchens in it for, yep. for various reasons. So one thing that I do, I, I carry tea with me and to, even to get more nerdy, <laughs> and we may have covered this on the Java, Java, Java yes. episode. Uh, anyone who's listened to that recently can chime in. Um, I carry tea with me. I carry loose leaf tea with me. So I'll make a tea and, and they're different teas, you know, different teas for different occasions. I've got green tea just for, for very good general tea. health. Yep. And I've got sleepy time tea. If I need that, I've got tea that'll help you, uh, get rid of the effects of the emodium <laughs> for the times when you're having the reverse <laughs> issue. So if you have too much of that tea, do you have to take more emodium then? Uh, I guess you could if you really if that was what you were trying to do, but I <laughs> rarely have that problem. Okay, I'm just curious. I, I wanted to know where the line was. That it's you know, a very fine line. Can, very I've fine had too line. much tea. I can tell. <laughs> um, so uh, and, and I, uh, yep, I get all that. The is tea, especially if and I know how you are about your coffee and your tea, and I'm I'm much the same way. I don't drink enough tea. Uh, but when I do, it's usually the good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I can't name any names like you can because you're a student of that stuff. But it, it it's there are some where I'll use the I've got one of those uh, the metal tea ball things. Yeah. And so I'll put either loose leaf or um, uh, they're like uh, almost like pellets of, of tea inside that and it brews i mean it's a beautiful brew that's what i have when i have tea at home um i could I, we have a nespresso thing did we talk about that before uh, i don't know if we talked about the nespresso specifically but we so I, I we bought one and i'm not going to go into great detail other than to say that we got one and my wife loves it and it's delicious and all of that i can take it or leave it i can i'm just fine with hotel room coffee as long as it's strong enough mm -hmm. um and that's what i typically have don't tell my wife that because no well so your wife and i i think would uh would have similar tastes when it comes to things like that and uh, we won't get too far down the coffee tea conversation no because you know how we go there right but i had a <laughs> so we have a keurig in the house and then i do drink the yep. keurig actually instead of um taking the time to have uh, pour over this morning. I did take, uh, I did have a couple of Keurigs, but I mean, it's not bad coffee. It's not, I, I don't dislike it whatsoever, but I just really like the pour over. We've discussed that. I'm not going to get into that, but I was having a conversation with my wife just before we left for vacation, which if you guys are listening to this, I, I 
probably, I think I just came back from vacation. I'm not sure when this one actually is going to launch, but anyway, so we're, wait, we're planning wait, wait, for wait, vacation. Wait, 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 wait. I think I just came back from vacation. I, just I think I just that. came back. Well, we're in the future. You, these, you these feel, air in the future from when we're actually like recording them. Vacation? Well, we recorded them before I went on vacation, know, recorded a series but, before. But anyway, you said you just no, came it's back neither here nor there. You have to act yeah, like I just came back from vacation, people. Okay. I'm very relaxed. Can you tell? I brought my emodium with me too. Would you take some just to entertain the audience? Uh, you, right now, well, I don't yeah. need it right now because I well, no. Right now, I need the tea. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> oh, this, I so, didn't anticipate this would be that much fun. This episode, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I could. Uh, you know, yeah, something you, to the challenge. Oh, you've assisted. Step yes. up to the challenge. Okay, now I I'm can't sorry. even talk. Thanks, John. <laughs> but I'm not embarrassed about not it. Not only can I not poop, I can't talk either. <laughs> I get some tea for that, I too. I can't even talk about pooping. <laughs> John, everyone poops. Oh, my gosh. All right. Now, so back yeah, to my story. I'm laughing I'm going to get us back joke. halfway on the tracks. Okay, One track. Go. One track mind. So we were talking about planning for the trip and we were talking about taking, cause we're, we stayed, we are staying or we have stayed or we were, we did stay at a house and I know the house has got things in it, but we were talking about bringing things that we like. And I was saying, well, I, I'll bring uh, this, this package of coffee that I brought and I'll bring the, uh, the pour over um, the, the Chimex pour over thing. And she's like, no, I'm like, why you love the coffee. She said, no, I really don't. I, oh. I can't taste the difference. I don't really care. Um, I, I, you know, let's just try to limit what we're bringing and we don't need to bring the pour over because I could care less. And I don't think anyone else does. Wow. Either. Yeah. I was like, I love you for being so forth, <laughs> forthwith with that information and, and blunt, but on the same token, you told me you liked it. Damn it. <laughs> Apparently she did that to make you happy. Yes. That's what a good wife does, right? So what good husbands do for their wives. That's yes. That's a definite. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I can relate with the, to that. I, I think it tastes phenomenal. I like the way it, it, it tastes when I do a pour over, especially if I do a good one or with a new coffee, I have a great bourbon aged barrel or bourbon barrel burnt. How's it? Bourbon, ba bourbon barrel smoked. Bean. I think that's what it barrel is. Burned bean is a lot better just because of the alliteration. <laughs> anyway, that was, it's a really good coffee, but I, I really enjoy being able to do those pour overs. But I think most people are not necessarily at that nerdy level like I am. <laughs> and it sounds like what your wife might be at. <laughs> wife might be at too. <laughs> okay, I'm. Uh, I could go down a road here, but I'm not going to. I. Oh, why not? It is the potty mouth. Well, you're right about that. I, I just think that. Uh, that my my wife, if it's delicious and expensive, she's going to enjoy it. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. My wife is more like you. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's and and honestly, and it's not that I won't pay the money, or am I against paying the money? Because I'm not. I don't. But if, if I, the Nespresso, for example, it's like uh, um, it, it's foamy, and not that that bothers me, but it's just. I, it doesn't necessarily make it any better as far as I'm concerned. It just, right. But you know, we have all the different flavors and, and I'll admit um, 
I, I don't mind. I like heating up the milk. We've got a steamer thing too, which whips the mm-hmm. milk and blah, blah, blah. So adding that to it with a little uh, stevia, it, I think it's great. I, it's very fine, but I'll only have one cup of it. So yeah, I can, I can take it or leave it. Frankly, I'm, I'm fine with a Starbucks or I'm fine with a, uh, I actually drank the coffee on the plane today. Oh my God. Well, it's Starbucks. Are you, and I'm surprised you're still alive. <laughs> it's Starbucks, but it's, it has a funky aftertaste because they put them in these, pla- I think it's because of this. They put them in these plastic containers on the plane yeah, and it just tastes kind of plasticky, I guess. And I was even in first class, so I got it in a nice ceramic. Oh, you're so fancy. I'm just lucky today. That's all. It doesn't. Ha- it's not happened uh-huh. as much <laughs> recently. But anyway, so, but the coffee was kind of sucky, and I drank it anyway because it was warm and and black and delicious, sort of. So what else, John? <laughs> do you travel with coffee? I, I do not travel with coffee. That is, you're thinking about yeah, it, though, no, aren't well, you? What? So, <laughs> <laughs> this is there, awesome. We, I love and, this well, and quite honestly, we've had this conversation before, which is why we have that other Instagram account. When I travel, I try to seek out local coffee shops. So, do, carrying my own coffee kind of defeats the purpose. But what if you need an emergency coffee? Then I will drink the hotel swill, and it is swill oh, in my no. opinion. It kind of is, but I I, I still drink because I need something. Yeah, well, in, right away. We've we have talked about this before. Sometimes I detox from coffee simply because I and right now I'm actually I probably after vacation do a detox. Well, now that I'm back from vacation, do a detox <laughs> from coffee because uh, I have been drinking it every day just to get the caffeine kick, and I don't want to drink coffee for that alone. I want to drink it for the taste. I want to drink it for the enjoyment. So. I'll take sure. a couple of weeks off of drinking coffee um, just to kick that. And when um, you said coffee detox, I just assumed that you would just stop putting whiskey in it. Or I was see, you went the whiskey route. I went with the coffee enema. <laughs> so one end and the other end. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if I had my druthers, I'd be talking about my end, not yours. <laughs> Oh boy! Coffee so, well, yeah, I'm let's, trying to let's... wean myself off coffee animal. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, uh, we're going to need a we're going to need a little more time on the clock for that. <laughs> wow! I need my boost today. Stick yeah. it up. Yes, you do. <laughs> I think you should drink boost if you're going to get your boost. There you go. There, there you go. go. A message from anyway. Our so no, I don't take coffee with me because of of that for that reason. I want to seek out different coffee shops and and explore and all those good things. But uh getting away from the food and the drug yeah. side of things, yeah. other things that I carry with me for for um and this is more positive than negative. A, a lot of what we've been talking about are things to to avoid, but I also carry my golf clubs with me too. Um and and I keep those in my car for uh, for various reasons some maybe protection but also so i can golf once in a while <laughs> protection um no no and actually one of the reasons i carry my golf clubs with me i do love to golf and i i do have a lot of fun golfing but as i had mentioned earlier something that i suffer from my wife suffers from too is is our 
that back our backs get very very tight. Yep. Um, I don't know what her reason is, but I like to think that part of it is because I did do a lot of golfing when I was young, and I do have injuries uh, from golf. I know that's kind of funny for people, but golfers do get injured. Um, I do have some some injuries that uh, that do cause my my back muscles to tighten, my shoulder muscles to tighten up, and one of the only things that I can do to really work it out work that tension out and work and kind of stretch my muscles is to swing a golf club. So I carry my golf clubs with me so I can go do that whenever I feel a lot of tension in my back and my shoulders. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so do you, do you overswing? I mean, I, I imagine you have a pretty, because you enjoy playing golf. So I'm, I'm envisioning you with a pretty nice golf swing. Well, thank you. A lot of people have said that. Um, I, I do not overswing. No, I actually, um, and I'm taking this from other people, please. So don't think that I am, I am saying this because I think I have a swing like this, but for people that are familiar with golf, a lot of people say my swing is like Freddie couples. Oh, wow. Which is a very easy, very smooth swing. Well, and, and I would, and the reason I I'm guessing that is not so I can allow you to brag about how smooth your golf swing is right but i'm only saying that because other people did right i understand because you're, <laughs> you're not braggadocious uh well i am just not no, about that not by nature you're not you're, you're true very uh self i try not to be yourself i do like to talk about myself a you're lot that's why, that's why we have a podcast <laughs> yeah i'm sorry well okay. if you can't make fun of yourself who can you make who fun of can you make fun of because you know yourself better than anyone right Okay. So when, and, and that is interesting because I would think a nice smooth swing would indeed loosen up your back a little bit and be more comfortable. If you overswing, swing hard, like I tend to, um, and speaking of injury, I, I watched Tiger Woods, how he used to swing when he was younger. And that's probably how he damaged his back so badly. Oh, absolutely. He, he yep. would just swing like, and, and of course make, perfect square contact unlike i would ever do right um but uh, yeah man he just had such a hard swing and that's i think why a lot of people injure themselves um, yes you though uh, that's interesting that you're able to stretch out a little bit if you yep. this is hypothetical if you flew more would you would you check your clubs and bring them with you no no that would be too much so you would just have a sore back? I just you, have a sore back until I got home. Would you rent clubs? I mean, and I guess, I guess let's quantify that or qualify that. You know, if, if I were going somewhere and I'd be away from home for two weeks, I might consider taking my golf clubs. But the way we travel, we're not gone long enough to really justify yeah. taking our golf clubs. Yeah. yeah. Some of the guys uh, on the business trip I was just on – uh, went to a, uh, a baseball game, went to an Atlanta Braves game last night. Uh -huh. And I would have, although it's, it started a little bit late. Um, so, and I had to be up bright and early for a flight. So I opted not to, but interestingly, I could look out the hotel room window. I was on the 16th floor and could perfectly see, uh, the, uh, the park, the ballpark. It was awesome. Oh, that's fun. It was a yeah, beautiful view. Um, what's it called? Sun Trust Park is where the brave. Yeah, I they built that after I left Atlanta, so I haven't seen the new park. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and it's surrounded by uh, residential uh, housing, and uh, also 
Well, so this is how I know there's a, there's a Harley store there. <laughs> I'm so one dimensional, but when I go into towns like you, I like to kind of check out the local fair. And for me, it's usually the local Harley dealerships and I'll buy a t-shirt nice. there and they have it, you know, emblazoned on the back where it's from. And I probably have this, 40 of those t-shirts. I'm probably going to get a lot of comments from the people that listen to this this podcast that are actually coworkers of ours. Yes. But does does our company actually? Um, and please don't get into too much detail. But does our company actually have products specifically for um, motorcycle dealerships? As I understand, and and this is, and I you and I can claim ignorance because we're not in that branch of the business. There is some exposure on that end. I don't know to what degree, um, and I'm not certain they wouldn't like it to be more. So right. uh, I'm just curious about that. I know that I'm confident about only one transportation uh, transportation based business that we are not in, and that is aeronautics, mm. as far as I know. Interesting, um, but I didn't know about. That was another part yeah, I didn't I can't know tell about you motorcycle. too much about that. And I'm not sure about, you know, DMSs, which are uh, dealership management systems. Um, and, you know, some certainly motorcycle dealerships need them just like automotive dealerships that we deal sure. with most often. But uh, anyway, but again, we digress. But it, it's a when I went there. I've, there's a Harley dealership and it's right in the neighborhood of SunTrust Park. And so nice. I'm, and so there are no motorcycles at this. It's just a storefront. So people will come in and buy crap like I do. And, okay. And, but I looked right down the street from the Harley store is the entrance to the ballpark and it's beautiful. And I'm thinking, oh, hmm. that would be a great place to see a game and, and or to live in that neighborhood and just walk to the game. How awesome would that Absolutely. be? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you do you like baseball? Do you like watching baseball? Because there's different levels yeah, of liking things. Yes. I, and I I'll, fully I'll recognize that. Quantify it by or qualify it by saying this that I enjoy going to ball games. I, okay. I I can't watch it on TV or it's not as much fun to watch on TV. Um, right. And I haven't been to a lot of ballparks, but uh, I've seen I've been to some, probably 10, eight to 10 ballparks uh, around. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good number though. Well, but it really you know, is. as much as we travel, it's, it could, it should be, and could be more. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Next time you're here in Nashville, I'll take you to the sound stadium. You know, I think you'd enjoy it. It's a brand new stadium. I haven't even been to it, oh. but I've been up to it. It's, it's kind of neat and it's in the middle of a, an old neighborhood. So they aren't really building. They do have some new things around it, but a lot of it's historic. Awesome. That would be fun. Um, but you were talking about the Harley stores that don't have motorcycles yes. in it. There is, uh, and I, I'm sure a lot of listeners are familiar with uh, Antique Archaeology, which is uh, based, the, there's a store in Iowa that was the original, and now there's a store in Nashville. Um, it's based on the television show from the History Channel um, with, uh, uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the... It's the um, Pickers. American Pickers. Pickers. Yes. Yeah. You. So they have a store here. And next to that store... There is a Harley store that has a lot of normal Harley stuff, but also a few Harley antiques and things oh, cool. like that. It's a really neat little place. You, you, 
bringing up that store, what you had just mentioned, just reminded me of yeah. that. So I'll have to take you there too. It's very close to the, uh, the stadium. That would be cool. And we talked uh, about Seattle too. There's another one like that. That's just a storefront without, I think they may have had one motorcycle in there for show, but that right. was, that's right. all they have. And right down on Alaskan way down by the waterfront. So that leads me to another question when it comes to things that we bring along with us. I have seen you many, many times when we're done working and and we're going out for dinner or things like that. You're sporting a Harley t-shirt or some sort of Harley thing. And sometimes even, um, I know you said you don't wear leathers that often, but sometimes a a motorcycle jacket. Yes. Um, Is there any reason besides the fact that you just love it and which is completely understandable, but is there any reason that you bring stuff like that along with you when you travel? Uh, It's comfort for me. And this is a silly thing. So I I own, as I was mentioning, probably 40 dealership t-shirts from Harley stores around the country. Again, just because we travel a lot, then they're way too expensive uh, I think the cheapest one on sale usually is 25 to 30 bucks and it's a t-shirt and it's, but for some reason, and, and I would imagine there's some oversight of this, there are consistent in sizing to a real degree. So they fit me well, or as well as I can be fit uh, with my fat ass. <laughs> but I'm comfortable in them and uh, so that that's why jeans and a Harley T-shirt and you know uh, tennis shoes or boots or whatever I have with me. I seem to be traveling with my riding boots most often lately because they're comfortable, uh, right? So, but it looks like I'm in some sort of a normal outfit, and I guess that's I'm comfortable in them, so that's what I wear most most often. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I so I usually bring because c- I can wear them to the gym. I can wear them out to dinner if it's a casual place, um, and so I, I guess maybe that's also part of it. Is you know if I'm if I <laughs> if I wear them all day long on a plane and getting in, and then I go to the gym, uh, I can wear that same Harley T-shirt in the gym, but I. Right. Uh, then I throw it in the wash because I'm not going to wear it out that night. <laughs> I promise, no matter what. Well, is there anything else you do or bring with you um, to make life on the road a little bit more, a little bit easier? Lint roller. Interesting. Okay. And and interestingly, um, <laughs> you know, one of our coworkers, Kim, who was with us uh, in Atlanta. I I took along a shirt, not a Harley shirt. It was a button down uh a shirt, long sleeve shirt, and it looks like it's covered in lint. <laughs> and so Kim came up to me. So it's got these little white dots all over it, and it's a dark shirt. Kim came up and she's like looking at my back and trying to brush this stuff off. <laughs> And I said, it's supposed to be there. She said, that's the best shirt ever because you don't ever have to use the lint roller. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's really funny. So I I bring a lint roller along, though, just okay. I guess because I've needed it sometimes in the past. How hmm. about you? What else? I'm trying to think. Um, Do you bring tennis shoes just in case you go to the gym? Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> 
I do. Just in case I feel like I'm going to work out. That's it. And notice how I said that feel like yeah, I'm going to work know, out. But you still bring them. So, I mean, that's even, yep. that's, well, that's laudable. In all fairness too, I don't just wear tennis shoes to work out. I live, if I didn't have to wear dress shoes, and I do know of a couple of our coworkers who have uh, dress shoes that are actually tennis shoes, but they look they like look dress like shoes. Dress so shoes. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about that too, yep. but um, I, I, if I worked in an office all day, I wouldn't wear anything but tennis shoes. So the minute I get into the hotel and I know I'm not seeing a, a client or a customer, tennis shoes are on. If I'm going out to dinner, tennis shoes are on. Yeah. Yep. So I'm, I'm a big tennis shoe fan. But uh, I yes, I do carry tennis shoes with yeah, me. Yeah, I am too. I, I I don't know. I I guess I wear them a little less than I used to. I'm not sure why. Uh, I I guess your taste changed over time or something like yeah. that. I don't know. But um, but yeah, I always have them with me, and mine mainly for working out. But yeah, sometimes for dinner as well. Yeah. Well, and I also, I, I don't carry them with me when I travel, but I also love flip-flops. So if it's, if I'm not wearing tennis shoes, I'm wearing flip-flops. You don't, do you ever, I mean, if you go to someplace warm and again, I know <laughs> I fly more than you do, but so I just, <laughs> I just, we've talked about this. No, no way in hell would I ever wear my flip-flops at an airport or no, on no, an airplane. No, 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 but take them with oh. you, at least pack oh. them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause if there's a chance, much like the gym, if there's a chance I'm going to go to the pool, <laughs> oh yeah, I want to have flip flops with me. Just that makes sense. Case. I don't. No, that makes perfect sense. No, the uh, the vacation I'm going on or just returned from, <laughs> um, I will have probably two pairs of, of flip flops in my bag, along with my tennis shoes. Like dress, but those are probably the only three pairs of shoes I will have with me. Dress flip flops. I mean, why two pair? Uh, well, yeah, well, sort of. Yeah, I mean, one's going to be brown and one's going to be black. You got to match your shorts, man. Well, Come on. will one have like I am a fashion plate. <laughs> you don't have to tell things that are evident. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. are like Harachi sandals? Do you ever wear those? Uh, no. So, but you you do make a you made a point earlier by saying that um, you know your tastes change. Yep. I used to wear sandals. I used to hate sandals. I used to hate flip flops. Uh, and but I've gone through different phases in my life where okay uh, I guess I could wear sandals right, and I, I wear sandals all the time. Do you wear sandals with socks? Oh hell no! I don't wear sandals anymore. That's my point. I I went through a phase where I love sandals and now I don't like sandals. And now I'm in my my flip flop phase. And I used to hate flip flops up until I was probably I don't know 25 years old, maybe even older. I wouldn't get anywhere near flip-flops. And now hmm. I, I wear them all the time. I'm wearing okay. them right now, actually. So if you wrote a book entitled My Flip-Flop Phase, would you spell flip-flop with PHs? Uh, no, but that's a good idea. <laughs> I like that. I'm just asking. Yeah. Or phase with an F-A-Z-E. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually reading a really good book. I'll have to share it with you. I'll, I won't share it on air until I finish it. But uh, they talk about the difference in in how you write words and what that actually means uh, when it's, oh. when you're, when you're dealing with business and um, trying to uh, control and win arguments. Really? <laughs> okay. I'm just yeah. digesting this as you're saying it. <laughs> control. I'll, I'll share it with you later. I'll share it with our fans when I'm done with it. I promise. And by the time uh, I get back from vacation yep. or since I'm back from vacation, I've just finished it. Um, it's my vacation book. That's it's awesome. what I plan to read on vacation. Um, well, that's yeah. good. When, when we air this, then I'll have the pleasure of knowing that 
you'll be able to win more arguments. Absolutely. I tell you what, I will post it on our Instagram at potty mouths uh, or at eat drink road and uh, and facebook uh, at potty mouths and and twitter at mouths potty i'll post a picture up there of the book cover for anyone that's interested um just about the time when this but you airs can't say it how's now? that does that sound like you a deal you can't say what it is now or you you want to know why i can't say it right now john there's a really All good right. reason because you don't remember it Exactly. I love this. It's on the main floor. I'm on the third floor, and I'm not getting up from this podcast to go down and read the title of the book. I'm just thinking, <laughs> though, that it's amazing that that you admitted that because you're you're it, you made it sound like to our listeners like, oh well, Mao, he's really got some integrity because he wants to read the whole thing before he does some sort. Well, that's what I was going for, but you yeah, completely yeah. ruined it for no, me. I totally knew it was some crap beside that. <laughs> Eat, drink, crap. <laughs> we're gonna have to invent that one now you know we will i'll go get the i'll go get the account now oh man too That's funny awesome you are the man yeah so, so I, what, but what else anything else that you uh I, well here's one that i this yeah. is and again it's not necessarily the ugly side but if you do it a lot it you could consider it an ugly side other things that I lug around with me, which is kind of new, at least since January, is I have my personal laptop along with my work laptop. I also carry around a microphone, a mic stand. And uh, for a little while, I was carrying the mixer, but now I don't carry the mixer with me. Wow. Um, well, but for you can our do podcasts. That. You can do that because you don't have to put them in a plane, right? Exactly. No, most of the stuff, the reason I carry a lot of the stuff that I carry is because I can. Uh, I can leave it in the car if I absolutely have to. I don't leave my computer in the car. Anything that's extremely valuable, uh, I don't leave in the car. But uh, yeah, I I can leave a lot of the stuff in the car, so I don't have to lug it everywhere. But it's still, when I was traveling, I used to work for a company called Small Business Television, SBTV.com. It was a dot-com, and we did video. This was before YouTube. I I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. Yeah. But my job, I traveled a lot with that job, and but my job was uh, to manage the production. And many times I was lugging camera gear around with me. I'd be carrying two cameras. Um, we call them sticks, but um, tripods yep. and, um, and audio equipment, microphones, things like that. I, I'd have to lug all of that. And usually I would have help one or other, two other people, but along with my clothes and my computer, We'd be lugging it across uh, many different cities and and trying to get those things into taxi cabs and things like that. So it's just a natural part of travel, depending on your job. And right now, one of our jobs, our night job, along with our day job, is to to do this podcast. So I do carry the equipment with me to make sure that our cu- our, our our customers, wow, <laughs> our listeners, have a truly exceptional experience when they're listening to our podcast i'm sure they've all commented on how wonderful your voice sounds and that's thanks i actually have had a couple of comments my boss one of my well i guess he's not my boss anymore but one of my bosses actually has said you know you have a really nice voice for podcasting okay mike you're the first person in my life that's ever said that normally i hear you have a face for radio (laughs) and a voice for silent but i have to say that as you were saying that your voice took on a much different characteristic it was. Uh, oh, he told was it? Me, was it sensual like that? that. Was it, should I? Oh, should I? In my next career, I'm going to take calls. All calls yeah, like this. Number calls. Maybe that would be the best. Exactly. What do you exactly? Want? 
I could make I could make hundreds of a dollar. <laughs> you, they're going to say, hey, Nick, what are you wearing? And you'll say, I there, I'm wearing, I just took some Imodium. Flip-flops. I'm wearing flip-flops. I just flip-flops. took some Imodium and I'm wearing <laughs> Hey, you can take some tea for that. <laughs> then you won't have to pack both of them. It's like you're there having you a, a tea and Imodium fight while you travel. Well, I am, but I am packing them. I'm just packing them in my body. <laughs> wow. <laughs> coyote anyone coyote oh my God. anyway you're um... killing me <laughs> but you do have a wonderful voice it has such a oh thank Mine you john more... i think i still I think yours dreaming. is better but you're not going to let me say that online say what? Or, or live I, I still think yours is better i think it's you do not... have a, a good radio voice. i have i actually have like a wisconsin accent well, I'm not talking accent. I'm talking purely the the inflection. I'm talking well, the, the the baritone nature. Thank you. The silky smooth baritone nature baritone of your voice. Vocal. You're talking about the actual horn, the baritone itself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about the tuba. Oh yeah, I used to play that too, and that was not me too. Good. Yeah, I know. We've we talked about we that. Did touch on that? I think at one point or another. And well, I think we've bored our 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 audience enough with our with our. I can't even call it shameless self promotion because we're not promoting ourselves; we're promoting each other. So, what would we call that? Our shameless promotion of each other. This is a mutual appreciation foundation, or something like that. So, uh, I see a new uh, a new Instagram account mutual in our future. Admiration. That's what it is. mutual admiration. Yeah. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. And on that note, <laughs> John, it's been fantastic. It's always great talking with you. And thanks for letting me tease you because I honestly, the emodium thing. You were going. Should I? Should we talk about that? I'm going. Oh hell yes, we're talking about emodium. <laughs> I thought it was the other way around, John. <laughs> <laughs> the entire podcast. John, we're going to talk about Imodium. I don't see where that's going to be funny. That's not what I know. I can make Imodium funny. Absolutely. I, I can make a lot of shit funny. I've just done it without, oh. I've done it without sound oh. effects, which is I didn't you see where I went there I, with that. Imodium shit yes, funny. Yes, I know. Okay. We all heard You were that. just ignoring it because it really wasn't that funny. I, I, I understand. <laughs> no, it was really anticipated, I think, by all of us. Oh, our okay. listeners. Yeah, I do that once in a while. No, that was fine. I just did amazed that but, we did it without sound effects well i hey i haven't edited yet anyway (laughs) i would love to hear from our from our listeners and to see if uh, anyone else brings anything strange or unusual along with them or if there's the dark side of traveling if there's something that you prepare for when you're traveling um anything that's not illegal please or immoral Well, okay. Immoral, that's a that's a great that's a fuzzy line there, but you know, just do and your please, best. Please um, do not do not send I mean if if it's some weirdness or whatever, or do not send naked pictures of yourselves, ladies, to um to pottymouse.com. Please uh do not email us. Uh what's our email address? At uh, pottymouse at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Please just just don't. Uh, but it's P O D D I M O U P H L. Knew that was coming. <laughs> Please. Oh, John. <laughs> but do send us your feedback at Potty Mouse on Instagram, uh, Potty Mouse on Facebook, 
at Miles Potty on Twitter. I would love to get into some Twitter conversations. I don't think a lot of our listeners must be of a certain generation. We had a generational conversation earlier, and I won't get into it too far, but talking about the difference between being comfortable using Facebook versus Instagram versus Snapchat versus yep. Twitter. Uh, we must not have a lot of people from the Twitter generation because we aren't getting a lot of feedback there where we are getting a lot of feedback on Instagram and Facebook, which, again, no matter where you where you comment, we love it. We want to uh, we want to engage with you and talk to you and and anything that you bring up, we might actually bring up on our next Potty Miles episode. So please reach out to us. Let us know how we're doing, what you'd like to hear and any comments on any of our shows. Uh, we'd love to hear it. We do love that. All right. John? We try to put, we put the dick in predictable. <laughs> I love it. That's our new tagline. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, John. Have a wonderful day. Uh, have a run, wonderful weekend. A rest of the week, whatever, wherever you are. Uh, I enjoyed my vacation that I'm about to leave for. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to y'all really, really soon. Thanks, Nick. See y'all. <laughs>